Welcome to Your Life Choices with me, John Deeks, and we're talking about hearing. And boy, as we get a bit older, the hearing does tend to take a little bit of a bashing after all we have been using our ears for a long time. And personally speaking, I've had my whole career with headphones on, and make no mistake, it certainly has been uh, very lucky for me not to have a a lot of hearing loss, because certainly many have. So I thought this is a good chance to find out, A, from a, a, a specialist when it comes to hearing, and then have a chat to someone who's really uh, at the forefront of the latest technology when it comes to hearing aid breakthroughs. But first, I'd like to hear from the hearing expert, and I have John Lucchese on the line, who is a hearing audiometrist. Now, what is an audiometrist as opposed to an audiologist? The difference really is, is one has a degree and, uh, and and audiometrists tend to really specialise in more the rehabilitation side of things. You're from NS Audiology and we thank you so much for giving up your time. John, is Australians hearing getting worse as we get older or are things pretty much as they were back in the 40s and 50s? Well, look, in general, there's probably one in five Australians that do have a hearing loss. It is a condition that will have some effect on, our, on all of our lives as we're aging. Um, we do have changes to our hearing. You know, it's a, it's a general sort of trait called presbycusis, and it means that as we all age, we get a little bit of loss of acuity or a loss of high frequency in our hearing, and that can make it more challenging for us in, in more complex environments as we age. But we all, um, as I said, there's a high percentage of people in Australia naturally that have a hearing loss, but only a fraction, about one-fifth of them, are people that actually address their issues. And that's probably the, the bigger point, that hearing's a very subtle sense and, and can be difficult to recognise uh, when we have a hearing loss. And also one, I guess, that we tend to ignore and we would prefer uh, to miss out on uh, what other people might be saying or, or whatever we're hearing, uh, as opposed to the inverted commas, the shame of saying, oh, I'm losing my hearing. Yeah, look, I mean, absolutely. I mean, one of the things is that people tend to notice when you're, when you're not hearing well and, and, and can tend to change your behavior and, and their behavior towards yours. You know, they may not want to have as many interactions or conversations with you because, the, yeah, they are um, having to consistently repeat themselves and, 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 um, and just confirm what they've already said to you. So it does create a lot of barriers and, and issues to us, um, you know, not being able to live very full and natural lives. And John can be very restricting. I remember my, my dear old age mother would find it very difficult in crowded scenes where a lot of people are talking and it was just a big mumble noise behind her and she couldn't focus on what I was saying or others were saying to her. And, and this is exactly right, John. I mean, this is the point is that, um, as I said, what, what happens is that it, it tends to be a gradual change that we have in our hearing and it becomes more difficult. And, and then the effect of that is that it wants to change our behavior. We don't want to feel like we're unable to have a conversation with people. So we tend to regress a little bit and, and perhaps just maybe smile and, and not take active parts in those conversations. So this is all natural part of, um, you know, us struggling to hear and, and having a conversation. It's we're actually asking our brain to perform a very difficult task to be able to hear one voice in particular in the midst of many others. I see so many people walking down the street with noise-cancelling headphones on, apart from anything else. Uh, does the proliferation of uh, headphones and ear pods and earbuds concern you? Look, initially, 
when a lot of those devices came out, there was there was not a lot of understanding in terms of loudness and 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 um, in terms of uh, time that we're exposed to loud sounds. But over the last few years, um, most new manufacturers of audio devices have some limitations of of loudness that that they put on their devices, or at least they're going to give you a warning to when you are listening to things at at at, at excessive levels or loud levels. So. Perhaps that has had some increase, but I think the, the bigger point really is it's in general that it's, it's, it's an issue that few people tend to address or few people to put down purely to their hearing. We have a lot of, um, a lot of ability to, to make excuses. You know, someone else wasn't speaking clearly, I, you know, they had a bit of an accident or were speaking at distance or, or particularly with current situations we were wearing a face mask and that was the reason that I wasn't able to hear effectively in those situations. I'm going to address something which uh, I know a lot of my friends are suffering from in the uh, recording industry. Uh, Tinnitus, uh, that nasty ringing sound that just won't leave your brain. What is it? How can it be cured? Can it be cured? Tinnitus. Um, Look, no, we don't exactly know what it is and no, it can't be completely cured. So the bit of solace that we all have is that everyone has a little bit of tinnitus. It tends to be that it's very periodic and, and, and not something that affects us on a daily basis. But yes, there are people where it, um, where it can affect them quite severely. And, and a lot of the time that can be associated with hearing loss. And, and then sometimes one of, you know, some of the rehabilitation or, or remedies for that may be dealing with the hearing loss and that may be limiting the bothersome nature of the tinnitus. But unfortunately, we don't have a silver bullet to cure tinnitus at this stage. I find that really amazing that because uh, there's so many incredible advances uh, with uh, he- having children being able to hear for the first time and uh, or the, the cochlear implants, etc., that uh, that hasn't been, um, you know, been able to have a, a remedy for or certainly haven't been found well, why. Whilst we have made lots of advances in that space, we haven't actually been able to identify exactly what the cause of, of, of that is and, and exactly what the what the best nature of remedies. There are a few different um, approaches that are in the marketplace and have been in there for many, many years or in, in the clinic, clinical practice. But nothing that's definitive um, and that could be said to to be able to cure everyone that has a, has um, an awareness of their genesis. And if you see a commercial that this will cure it, be very, very wary. The chances are it will not. So don't get ripped off. Uh, just, I would be sceptical. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What is your biggest fear for hearing for us general public into the future, John? Look, I, I guess the the biggest fear, I guess, is, is it's not so much a fear, but it's, I guess, that we probably don't have the correct conception of what of what a hearing aid is nowadays. We all have these preconceptions in our mind that when we picture a hearing aid, it's a, a big cumbersome device that is... Looking like an old uh, transistor radius hanging around your neck. Exactly, a bit like that, absolutely. And it's something that, uh, you know, it doesn't, have, doesn't provide very much benefit and it's not very discreet, whereas in today's marketplace... Turn your hearing aid up, Mum. Exactly, that's exactly right. But... That's very different from, from today's from today's devices. They're discreet and absolutely effective, but most importantly, they're complementary to all the other technologies we use every day, like smartphones. They're able to integrate um, for ease of use. Is you know, right? if we're having problems with dexterity and, and all these kinds of things, and 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 yes, the technolo- technological side of things have, has increased greatly. I mean, um, you were mentioning headphones before. Hearing aids can now also stream audio directly from your smartphone into your hearing aid. Wow. So they are a type of headphone as well now in, in today's day and wow. age. So wow. they are um, 
a lot more flexible devices than you than you consider. And, and you know, you do see people walking around with, as you are mentioning before, noise-cancelling headphones and things like that. And they're taking advantages of some of the, you know, natural features that exist in a hearing aid. Noise reduction and all those things are also, you know, what make people with hearing loss hear better and more effectively as well. Are we in more danger of hearing, hearing loss with people constantly glued to their, including myself, uh, their cell phones? But we seem to be much more intimate with our hearing now as far as having uh, phones on our ears and the uh, earbuds and all the rest of it. It just seems like uh, it could be, a, could be an issue. Look, as I mentioned initially, when when iPods and, and iPhones and things uh, initially came out, they they may not have um, the the volume that they were, were they were the output wasn't something that was of of a huge um, concern to them. But I think they've been realizing over the years that it is a concern. But it's also, I think, the the most important thing is to understand that uh, you know we are allowed are able to hear loud sounds. It's the exposure, how long we're exposed to those loud sounds. And, and even if we are, you know, listening to sounds at moderate levels, as long as we're having breaks and not and not doing it for hours on end without a rest and giving our ears a break, then we shouldn't really suffer any additional hearing loss. But we do always need to be very conscious of looking <laughs> It's like coming back from a rock concert and your ears are ringing. What are they really doing? Yeah, well, what are they really doing, John? They're not ringing, but they're like got that noise. What's going on there? In those types of situations, yes, when we're in rock concerts and things like that, they are very loud events, and we should be looking at minimising some of that sound getting to our ears. And we could, you know, do that with series of uh, earplugs or something along those lines. But really, what's happening in those situations is that you know our ears actually trying to protect ourselves from those louder sounds. It's temporary. The drum is temporarily hardening in 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 reaction to those louder sounds that the ear is trying to conduct. And so, as a consequence, when we leave those environments, we feel like our hearing is a little bit of a little bit more subdued and we can hear those internal sounds or that tinnitus um, that tinnitus sound feeling a little bit more pronounced and that can you know last for 12 to 24 hours and then after that time the the um, the uh, intensity in, in the in the tympanic membrane relieves and it goes back to its normal point so that's a natural reaction for us to protect our ears last question John how often should I have my hearing checked? look in general if you have a hearing loss you should be having your hearing checked every 12 months. If there's a deficiency in the hearing, then we should probably be checking, you know, if we've had an issue or had an operation on our, on our ears, then we should probably be having a hearing test at the minimum every once every two years. John, thank you so much for giving up your time and uh, I wish you the very best for 2021. My pleasure. Have a very good day, John. John Lucchese, the audiometrist from uh, NS Audiology. And I have Andreas Anderhov, the General Manager of GN Hearing Australia and New Zealand, uh, with a, a wonderful groundbreaking innovation in hearing aids. And as I mentioned to, uh, to John, there is so much more that can be done. And the old-fashioned thought of getting a hearing aid that looks like a transistor radio slung around the neck and uh, some big bulky thing, those days are gone. And there is no shame and, uh, in, in actually getting help. And there's plenty available, including something called a Belltone Imagine. Andreas, welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, happy to be here. Tell me about this new innovation. Yeah, be happy to do so. Uh, Belltone Imagine is uh, our new premium plus hearing solution. And I think that the, the true focus here is the user's hearing experience, and it takes it to a whole new level. Uh, I think uh, what we have tried to do with this innovation is tailor the solution to create 
close attention to the detail and the deep understanding of the user's individual needs. So it's not one size fits all. Exactly. And I think this is a, a very important, uh, the, the ear is actually like a fingerprint. It's unique to each individual. So, so the solution here is trying to tailor to that uh, and the different lifestyles that people live. How different is the equipment, like before we get into uh, uh, the psychology of it all, but physically, how different is the, the bell tone imagined? Physically, it's in the same feel and touch. It's uh, some improvements on it. It's a little bit smaller than the uh, previous generations. But what is really different here is for the first time, we have been uh, able, we have our R&D to create a solution that has a microphone and a receiver in the ear. And that has never been done before. It took our R&D organization roughly eight years to come to this solution. Wow. And then uh, it has, uh, so, so you ask about how different it is also from a look and feel sign. It has aerodynamic design uh, that is enhanced and it has a better flow and sitting because now one of the receivers is sitting in the ear canal, which gives you then some new unique opportunities. Yeah, it must be one of the hardest things in the world to design uh, an innovative uh, hearing aid uh, to people with, with hearing loss because you have so many different types of environment, everything from quiet grandchildren talking to you or, or people talking to you in a bus uh, to wind or, or whatever. And that's absolutely right, you know, wind noise and also one uh, key thing that is extremely important in today's world is, uh, you know, in, in noise, how do you, you know, for example, in the noisy restaurant and, and so yeah, on. And, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. beauty of this technology is that, you know, it interacts with other technologies that you have, like your iPhone, for example. So you can program these uh, hearing aids to recognize the environment it's in. So, for example, if you go to your favorite restaurant, you sit there, it's noisy, you change the program a little bit and you know, you leave the restaurant, you come back two weeks later, the uh, hearing aid will recognize the setting it's in and change the program automatically wow. back to how you had set it up. I just, I, I constantly get uh, gobsmacked by the advances in technology. And is it available in Australia now? or It is absolutely available in Australia uh, as we speak. And uh, the uptake has been uh, very, very good. People like it's all about sound quality and also, you know, usability. And, and that's what we are talking about here. And, you know, from a personal view, I mean, there is obviously a lot of stigma attached to hearing loss. And I've been working in this sector, both in Europe and now here for the last three years in Australia. Both my mom and dad and my uncle have hearing aids. But even me being in the industry, it took a while to break through to them and explain the benefits and so on. But they are now big believers. Andreas Anderhov is the general manager of GN Hearing Australia, talking about this incredible new uh, hearing device called a Belltone Imagine. Uh, if you had three or more key points as to the difference between this wonderful innovation and others before, what would they be, Andreas? Yeah, uh, it's, it's a good question. I, I think, again, coming back to that, the receiver now sits uh, in the ear canal. It, it's definitely one. And I think the the other thing that we are, are, are doing here is it's tailoring to your specific individual needs. So the ability to 
change between programs and so on would be another. Uh, and, and then I think that the new chip platform, which is important because the chip platform gives it the, the speed and the yeah, consumption of batteries and, and so on. It's also a new design on that, which enhanced and uh, helped us to do all of the things that the hearing need, uh, aid needs to do quickly. So, so I would say the Taylor sound and the Taylor connectivity, again, coming back to the iPhone and um, yeah, the receiver in the ear would be things that I would point out. Anything that can assist uh, uh, us as we get older to enjoy our lives, to be able to hear grandchildren laughing, to be able to converse with our friends, to be able to enjoy our life as we did before our hearing loss, uh, to be able to hear the podcast on your life choices, dare I say, uh, is, is always good. And congratulations to the team for this wonderful innovation. Andreas, thank you so much indeed for giving up your time today. And uh, we wish you and the team great success and look forward to further innovations into the future. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you found this discussion interesting. Uh, first up, you heard uh, John Lucchese, the audiometrist from uh, NS Audiology, and he would be the kind of person you would go to first up if you thought you had some issues with your hearing. And after all, folks, we are the first ones who must admit it. Uh, and if you can admit to yourself that maybe there is a hearing loss, then please go ahead, because as you heard from Andreas, there's many great innovations that are available out there to assist you. They're non-invasive. You will find it will increase your ability to enjoy life to its fullest. After all, isn't that what we all want? And that is a better life as we go forward. And if you can have the help, then it's out there. Do go seek it out. And I hope you did enjoy this podcast from Your Life Choices. Just a reminder to always check in with the website, see what's there, some fantastic news every single day. And we hope you'll join us next time for our podcast. From Your Life Choices, this is John Deeks. Be well. Be well.